Come in. Oh my God! Oh my God! It's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. Oh, you know what they say about the fittest. Welcome, one and all, to Young Persons Radio right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is me, your host, Colby Smith. Young Persons Radio is, of course, as you know, the only show on the airwaves where you, the listener, are guaranteed to be cooler than the host. It's a cool 62 degrees here in Bushwick on just a beautiful spring day, highs in the upper 60s later today. Oh, my, I can't do this. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I had, if I made this show like a, uh, like a morning zoo type scenario, just like, Regular old, uh, yeah. Play my play my classic rock. Play the same like thirty classic rock songs every morning, and then just talk about like school closures. I think that's, I think that's maybe the possible direction we could go, right? Who knows? Who knows? There was a guy uh, on WKGO Go One Hundred Six in Cumberland, Maryland, uh, when I was growing up, which is now uh, WRQE Rocky One Hundred Six, uh, as I learned when I was. Home for the holidays uh, uh, last winter, uh, which was a, a blow of a, a real rock to my system uh, to have know that that station had changed its its uh, not only its ID but its identity, and uh, yeah, that was. But it's it's still Martin in the morning is who I'm talking about. Martin in the morning is still there. Uh, Listen to him on many a drive to school in the morning, and he. <laughs> He he could never believe what was happening to him. Like he could never, like he. I once heard him talk for ten. I'm not kidding. Ten minutes. Ten minutes went by with no music because this guy was talking about how he lost his socks, as if it was the first time it had ever happened to anybody. And he had like a very like like classic. Uh, he was kind of like up here all the time. We got the Who coming at you later. Uh, Steely Dan coming up after that. Martin in the morning. It was uh, it, it was that voice talking about how he lost his socks. And so like the uh, the ACDC block ends, and this guy goes. Uh, so I'm looking at my. I'm about to come to the studio at uh, at five in the morning. This that's uh, when this show starts at uh, six, and uh, I'm opening up my closet, and there aren't any socks in there. And he just kept repeating that for I, I for no less than ten minutes. He could not believe. He also he 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 assumed this position of incredulity uh, toward toward everything that was like even remotely in the zeitgeist. Like he was talking about the show Twenty Four, if we remember that uh, that uh, that emblem of Bush era politics that was that was uh, that was Twenty Four. Uh, and he was just like he could not. He could first of all he could not believe that. That characters who were like important to the show got killed off. He had never. He's, he seemed to have never heard about this before, and he he would just be like, "I," because his co-host was Rhonda, uh, and he would just be like, uh, "We could know each other for years, Rhonda, but on twenty four, boom, you're dead one day." 
Just threatening Rhonda on the air. Point. Oh, I say all this because that—that's not this. That's not who we are. This is Young Persons Radio. This is uh, your host Colby Smith, and this is the only show on the airwaves where you are guaranteed to be cooler than the host. This is also the first live show of the day here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, we have Points of Order, the great sports talk show, coming up after that, uh, and after that we have the Stroll Show where they interview a lot of uh, local musicians, and they have them come and play their songs. And then after that, we have Objection to the Rule, which is kind of the station's answer to uh, uh, sort of the Sunday morning political talk shows. So we've got, we've starting it off with comedy, we're getting some sports, we're getting some music, and we're getting some politics. So all of your, uh, all of your talk radio needs can be met in just a few short hours here on Radio Free Brooklyn every Sunday. So please, uh, please keep... The dial on Radio Free Brooklyn for the rest of the morning and early afternoon. Uh, speaking of the station, this is our first show of the new season. We're welcoming a lot of new hosts uh, this week. We had we heard uh, uh, Pandemonium was this week. We had Pan in here last week or last week, and uh, uh, the week before that we had Ryan Watkins, who's one of the hosts of She in the Morning. Uh, those are a couple of Thursday shows, uh, and so we added a dozen new shows to the station lineup this uh, this season. So they will be with us uh, for the next six months, and, and please uh, uh, check them out at your leisure. Uh, and you can find out more about that on Radio Free. Brooklyn.com. Now, if you want to get involved in the station and uh, have a have a nice Sunday night of uh, of music, in addition to that, that I am excited to tell you that tonight, this very night, Sunday, May twenty first, at five thirty p.m. at a secret location, Radio Free Brooklyn is having its uh, season five concert fundraiser, uh, featuring Bushwick Hotel, Love Honey, and the Falling Birds. Uh, and also uh, Radical Vaudeville, hosted by Faceboy, who you just heard on Art Star Scene Radio uh, right before this very program. Now, for this value, you know, you're getting all of this entertainment. What would you pay for that? $30? $40? What if I told you that it was only $10? You get to support the station that you are listening to right this very moment and see uh, a great three great bands all right in a row uh, tonight. So if you want to learn more about that, including where it is, I can't divulge the secret location on the air, you can go to www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash tickets. That's www.radiofreebrooklyn.com slash tickets to find out more. And that is at 5.30 tonight, and I hope to see you there. And if you can't make the show for whatever reason, uh, I would suggest going to uh, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge to find out other ways you can support the station. This is a nonprofit station. We don't sell you anything. We don't run commercials. It's, it's, uh, completely, it's operated completely independently. Uh, so we survive on uh, donations from listeners such as yourself. So if you want to learn how to support the station that does not involve coming to the fundraiser tonight, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. Now, we're talking about the station. And I know you guys have expected a certain uh, bluster, perhaps, from me at the top of the show. Maybe a certain uh, bravado about how well we're doing ratings-wise <laughs> in, uh, in the studio rankings. But uh, to be completely honest, to be completely honest with you guys, it just it hasn't been there the past couple weeks. Past couple weeks, we used to, you know, we used to be, uh, 
you know, we used to be top ten. We used to be on the leaderboards uh, every every week without fail, unless there was some kind of technical failure. And uh, uh, I apologize once again for Crystal Beth uh, for the website being down when she was in the studio. But uh, she might be back next week. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. But uh, the past couple weeks haven't been cracking it. Haven't been cracking it, folks. Have not been cracking that top ten. And sometimes it has the... Uh, has the potential to get me down, but then I remember. Then I remember I've got a lot to hope for. I've got a lot going on. And I have faith that we'll crack that again. We'll crack that top ten. We'll crack that top five. We'll crack that top three. We'll crack that number one slot. And we will be back in the high life again. It used to seem to me I'm coming in too soon. You want in on this? Okay. Okay, now. It used to seem to me That my life went on too fast And I had to take it slowly Just to make the good parts last But when you're born to run It's so hard to just slow down So don't be surprised to see me in the brighter part of town And I'll be back in the high life again All the doors that closed one time Will open up again We'll be back in the high life again All the eyes that watched us once Will smile and take us in We'll be right back on Young Persons Radio Steve Winwood, back in the high life again, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Young Persons Radio with me, your host, Colby Smith. I'm very excited to welcome to the studio today uh, my guest, Jason Trachtenberg, who is a comedic singer, writer, cooking show host, big band leader, and the understudy to an off-Broadway doctor. He is an Edinburgh Fringe Fest Herald Angel Award winner and a TED Conference speaker, and he is the president of the 4th Street Food Co-op, which is the only place where I get my oatmeal. 
and he was nominated. Is this true? He nominated as the sec- the sexiest vegetarian of the year, two thousand six, two thousand seven, and two thousand eight by PETA. He is also uh, the former host of Thought Patterns with Jason Trachtenberg on this very radio network. I'm very excited to have him here today. And to begin, he is going to play a song. So, Jason, if you would not mind, take it away. I don't mind at all, Colby. And thank you. And thank you to all your listeners. You can put the show back in the high life again. That's right. Yeah, number one. Um, this song goes out to the guy who, um, who I used to be and anyone who's out there jazzing it up on a Saturday night. You know, you work all week for that. You might even get a new haircut or a new shirt. And then um, there you are, and it's Saturday night, and this is what it comes down to. Well, it's a Saturday night, and you've got some kind of love. Some kind of love. Some kind of love. Yeah, you're all worked up, and you got some kind of love. Some kind of loving tonight. Out of work and out of sight I think you're willing then again You know you just might But it's Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of love Some kind of love Yeah, you're all jacked up And you got some kind of love Some kind of loving all right Conspiracies, they come and go Just like that government you used to overthrow But it's a Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of loving tonight The telephone has come and gone So have the letters you've read Talking through each other about some real enough news But I can't hear a word that you said Celebrities, they're obsolete The celebration, well it better be discreet But it's a Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of love Some kind of love Yeah, you're all doctored up and you got some kind of love Some kind of love tonight Well, you're so good at killing time Especially when you are killing all of mine But it's a Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of love some kind of love Yeah, you're all bedded up And you got some kind of love Some kind of love and all right The politic of great escape The rank and file What makes America great But it's a Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of love some kind of love The moon is void Of course it is So was that wrong that you write it? I'm 
hopping from my conscience like a mandolin tip and in truth I'm feeling downright excited there is no proof in consequence the only truth is now to go against expenses it's a Saturday night and you got some kind of love some kind of love some kind of love yeah you're all cracked out and you got some kind of love some kind of loving tonight the benefits of overtime that represent the other side of that fine line but it's a Saturday night and you got some kind of love some Some kind of loving But what's the point of show and tell When everything is now controlled by COINTEL But it's a Saturday night And you got some kind of love Some kind of loving tonight Some kind of loving tonight So awesome. Thank you, Kobe. <laughs> My pleasure. That one comes from the heart. Oh, I love it. Jason, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here, Colby, and I'm, I'm so glad to be able to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning and be in <laughs> midday form by 10 o'clock. That's right. Yeah. I appreciate it. Of course. So that song, is uh, uh, is that something you do with uh, the English speakers, or how does that fit into your, your busy oeuvre? Sure. Now? And thanks for using French on the air yeah. <laughs> uh, to appeal to our multicultural listeners as That's well. right. Well, one of the things I've done, and uh, I'd say anyone could do this, is I mix and match my projects and my music mm-hmm. uh, as, far, as far as things go. As an example, uh, I wrote that song uh, just as a song song. And yes, I, I did figure that would p- fit into my pop band, English Speakers US US, not to be confused with the Crackers Crunchers UK US. <laughs> um, but then as it turns out, I worked it into my musical, Dr. Glassheart, ah. and adjusted some of the words like, you know, you're all doctored up and uh, the benefits of overtime, things that people <laughs> would talk about in a medical office. Um, as well too so, I, so so all the projects and all the songs can kind of work within each other and then also it also just makes it easier as far as like you know you just wrote 10 new songs no actually you know use them for something else right. as well too so so it's you know it's easy to branch out in other things by using the same things for the other things uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. does that I guess that uh, you know I feel like a question who, people who are as busy as you will often get is uh, how do you balance everything and it sounds like it's it's taking care of itself you know right okay. yeah. going to bed early allows for more hours in the day um, as, as well, too. And um, I try and stay off the internet. That seems to be mm-hmm. uh, a, a tremendous, except for, you know, we're listening to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. But I'm, I'm talking about like, like uh, so called non productive internet. You know, obviously, yeah. we're, we're giving people information here, but like you know, things like Facebook, uh, n- no one will come up with an original idea. Uh, or even if you come up with your idea, you'll put it out there and you think you've done something, but you really mm-hmm. haven't. It'd be better just to find a different medium. I, I think that Facebook is uh, definitely getting in the way yeah. of our creative progress. Unfortunately, yeah. even though th- people think it gives the illusion that, you know, I've got this funny joke and I'm p- going to put it out there. Right. Wait, I, I have talked about this with uh, um, uh, the comic artist uh, Max Winters, who's who's called the show before. Because we, we, uh, we were in Pittsburgh together last month, and we were saying that uh, – um, 
it's uh it's it, in order to in order to be creative you need that time to yourself and like time to let yourself get bored in a way so like if if you've got your phone on you all the time you're always you're always entertaining you're always consuming but you're not you're not creating right it's the technology is a bit of a creative killer i think uh, so although yeah. it does help in certain ways and obviously bands can record really inexpensively now with with yeah. digital and that that that's helped um I mean, you have to use it uh, to its advantages, and you know, same thing like when when television came out. You mm-hmm. know, th- this is going to you know spread information. This is going to uh, awaken people up to all these ideas. Ra- radio as well too. Well, yeah. it didn't come out. The internet, same thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at this! All these, all these. Nope. It's, so, so we, I think if we become aware that this is what happens, mm-hmm. then maybe we, as humanity, and I'm not going to say artists because then, then that separates artists from humanity. But let's let's yeah. all, all be as one here. Uh, can rise above this. Internet, dom- this computer technology domination, yes, uh, and mass media domination that, that that's really taking our individuality away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I there's a, uh, um, I feel like there with television especially is where I've thought about this a lot, just because you know it's, as someone who works primarily in the comedy space, it's very easy to be like, well, I have to watch this because I have to see what's going on out there. When in fact, you're really just kind of sitting on the couch at the end of the day. Sure. Maybe, uh, maybe instead of binge watching, just watch, just watch the first five minutes of something. Because right. if you can't do it, same with a, a songwriter, a musician. If you can't do it in the first song, if you can't do it in the first verse, mm-hmm. same with the, these television shows. If you can't do it in the first 30 seconds, why, why, why waste oh, my time? Yeah. Just uh, 30 seconds, that's yeah. it. And then on to the next thing. And so you're using the, uh, the, uh, the quick-paced information age uh, ethos as yeah. a way of actually you know improving yourself as well too and yeah. not, not binge watching it's like, that's just that just sounds gross it's i i physically can't do if i watch more than two episodes or something back to back i i feel like a deep discomfort in my gut i'm just like i have to get up i have to do something else even anything even even like the classic shows it's like you know the, yeah one i refer to is like often all in the family or something like that yeah. just like still two is enough right no, not, not eight yes. is enough two is enough <laughs> Two is enough. That's what they should call that show. Oh yeah, Two I mean, uh, part part depending on who you talk to, that's part of me not being able to relax. <laughs> but but uh, you're, you're that's yeah, co- you're just like everyone else, Colby. Seriously, exactly. you, and you know you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's true. I'm out there. I'm out there. You know, and I mean that in a good way. I mean, yeah. in, in, in you know, yeah, yeah you're definitely yeah. out there in a, in a relatable way. You, you host shows. You're definitely out there. That's you put right. yourself out there. Uh, you're you're amazing to work with. You have a lot of oh. friends. People like you. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. That's very kind. Of course. That's, and people, why, this is why I had you on the show. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I want everyone to compliment me on the air. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, speaking of which, if you want to call in and compliment me, our number is 904-606-0842. That's 904-606-0842. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, 606-0842 is, that, is the B-52s song, or so I've been told. Uh, same here. Yeah, yeah. That was on the... Uh, Jason, as I as I mentioned earlier, used to be a host here on the station. How does it feel to be back in the studio? Um, back in the high life again. No, I'll tell you about uh, Radio Free Brooklyn though. Um, it improved my communication skills. Mm-hmm. Um, it I learned a little bit a little bit more about technology and how to do downloads and how to uh, you know uh, post podcasts or mm-hmm. whatever. So you know, Lisa Levy was actually very instrumental yes. in helping me out uh, with Who the technology stuff. Who was a guest stuff. here uh, a few weeks ago? That's that's right. And and yeah. and, and also I, the, I loved the we had a group of, of uh, all of our hosts, all the talk show hosts, you know, including Colby and Lisa mm-hmm. Levy and. And, and and Jonathan and um, a couple other ones too. Jonathan B. Lerner from and yes. his show is called the Next Best Thing. So we'd have this group yeah. that we would have over at Lisa Levy's apartment, and just some really smart special times. It's like I felt smart being in that group, and that, yeah. and, and, and I just want to I want to have my life filled with striving for inf- intellectual comfort. Yeah, not 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 supremacy or any higher, but just just feel comfortable in a learning environment. Yes, so something I never got in school. Yeah. 
I think it is. It's uh, the you're talking about our uh, our meetings. I mean, it was it was very it, it helpful for me personally just to be around people who are trying to do this same thing. I mean, not to uh, uh, I'm not sure how this is going to sound. It might sound shitty. I don't know, but uh, no, no, I don't know any other comedians of the radio show <laughs> right now. So it's mm. it's 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 nice to have uh, to have a network of people who who. And, and, have that. and similarly, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's good to be not just define yourself as a comedian. I'm a comedian. I write jokes. No, you're, yeah. you're a talk show radio host. Yeah, uh, you're a, you know a, a, an, an interpersonal disciplinarian. Yeah, uh, who knows what you're going to be doing five years from now? You could be a writer. Uh, you could be a you know. Um, I, I, we'll let the, yeah. we'll let the future take care of itself. A Renaissance man. Well, I think I, I was thinking about. <laughs> well, a, I don't know. Okay. Um, the, the, the Renaissance had its ups and downs, but it's. It, it's very important for, for, for artists and musicians to do more than one thing. You know, for instance, like, yes. I, I always point to like um, – I hate to single them out, but, but you know, Tom Petty. I'm a songwriter. I write songs. Oh, yeah, so does everyone else. You know, and, and it's just, who doesn't write songs? The guitar is meant to be played. I, I'm a guitar player. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's what the strings are put on there for. Yeah. And you know, it's 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 really important to to, to do many different things. Not 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 to not to not to do it, but just because it feels comfortable and knowledgeable. Yeah. And, you know, to branch out. Now you say uh, you say you know I'm up to a lot of things. W- would you say that I uh, you know I don't know how if you recall this uh, era of the show, but I I've been long trying to get myself declared a, a living landmark uh, for the city of New York. The New York Landmarks Conservancy uh, will host. Uh, they will name living landmarks every every year, five or so. And I think if uh, um, I think we have someone who's going to call in at some point very soon, mm-hmm. uh, who's going to be able to talk to me about that because there's this thing the, the, the New York Landmarks Conservancy. They they're hosting. It's basically saying you're as important to the city as like a building, you know. It's like the Flatiron Building. You're can, a living landmark. Can you give me a, a few examples of other living landmarks? Uh, what's uh, it's a lot of like restaurateurs who get it every year, um, and it's also uh, uh, what's it? Carol King is one. Uh, who else? Lauren Bacall was another. Uh, and in fact, I think I might have a caller on the line right now. Here we go. Uh, to uh, maybe a representative of the New York Landmarks Conservancy. Uh, a representative who can who can answer some of my questions. Uh, a, a caller, are you on the are you on the program? Uh, yeah. Hi, hi there. Hi. hi. Yes. Uh, do Tim Biggle with the uh, Landmark Society. Tim Biggle. Tim Pickle. Pickle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know your office. You know, if listeners might remember that. Uh, that uh, um, I tried to get your office on the air uh, way back when, way back in like February, March. And this is the first time I'm getting any kind of uh, response. Well, uh, my department has a pretty widespread gag order on any incoming correspondence from you and your show. Uh, okay. You've been pestering us with emails. Uh, dawn till dusk. It's smacks of desperation. Uh, there's a sort of, there's a sort of a, a, a inherent tragedy to it. Just your sort of dogged persistence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, we finally caved. We thought we'd give you a call to sort of end this matter once and for all. Okay, well, great. Well, uh, Tim uh, Pickle, welcome to Young Persons Radio. Um, what is your yeah. what is your rank? I guess what is your title at the Landmarks Conservancy? Well, internally, it's captain. Captain. Uh, we kind of go by a, a general maritime code. Okay. Uh, but uh, for, for for all intents and purposes, just think of me as the vice president. Okay, the vice president of the uh, of the Landmarks Conservancy. Okay, the okay. VP. Yeah, yeah. So you've got your complaints all the way up to the top, Colby. I hope you're, uh, I guess, pleased with yourself. I, I am. Know. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed. 
Okay. Well, thank you for sinking low enough to call this show for even just a few. I won't. It won't. I won't take too much of your time. Just a few minutes here. I just wanted to ask you some questions. Uh, you know, what what are, what are some of the criteria that you look for in a in naming a living landmark? Uh, being good. I, I mean, I, I, you can do a little better than that, my friend. Terms, you know. <laughs> Just by having some kind of inherent quality to it. Okay. Really, it's a low bar. Okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> a low bar. Okay. Most people who, who want it, uh, I mean, find out they already have been given the, the status. And we, we hand it out like candy, really. Okay, like, like to <laughs> it's who? It's not a hard thing to get. Like to who? Uh, I just recently, uh, Matt Strickland. Okay. Up and coming young chap. Yeah, we, we host of, you know. we host a show. He's been a guest on this. Show. We host a show together. Oh, new bits. Well, the fourth Sunday of every month. For you. Well, no, he hasn't mentioned it to me, and now I'm wondering why. Matt Strickland oh, is a living well, landmark. Yes, pushing a little bit. He's a living landmark. He does a lot of good work for the for the city. He puts on great shows that are. You know, original and dynamic, uh, mm-hmm. seeking something that really, you know, uh, hasn't sort of been found or, or put on stage before. Just a sort of original comedic voice. <laughs> uh, Who else? You know, if Who you else? did something like that, maybe maybe something like that would work. Okay, gosh. Sort of original and groundbreaking. I'll take that into or just, account. Or just, you know, funny. This is a, this is a har- harsh I mean, reality, like, Colby, harsh reality. If, if you wanted to have someone on your show who wasn't like what is it like a college music scholar, <laughs> uh, like maybe that would be a good start. Have some respect, Tim. I I, it, I I I mean I'm just assuming you went sort of drudging around the archives of the NYU radio station and pulled out the first intern you could find. Wow. Okay. So Matt Strickland is a living landmark. Jason Trachtenberg, whose whose pedigree goes on and on and on, is not but a, a, a NYU radio intern. No, this, this is a tough town, and I, I, I've gotten used to that at this point. You you said it was a low bar, and yet you know uh, you're you're dishing it out pretty. It's thick. a low bar that you're not meeting. <laughs> it's a low it's a it's a it's a low bar for a regular human, you know, with a consistent artistic output. Okay, all right. Give me some uh, other names here. Who who else do I got to knock off the list? We got Maggie Sirota. Maggie Sirota is a living uh, landmark. Okay, that that one actually, that one I buy. Oh, you buy that? Yeah, that you buy. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You got Emily Bogue. Okay. Uh, you got. Oh, Mary Houlihan. Mm-hmm. I see where this is going. Actually. Okay, so all of my previous guests. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 move on, Colby. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, you don't want to linger on this? You've been sending us emails every day for the last six months. Well, I didn't know I was I didn't know I was inviting you to call in and just uh, just trash me and my guests to our faces. The last ten emails you sent literally closed with that. It closed with I invite you to call in, and one then implicitly trash me and my guests to our faces. <laughs> Okay. Well, that bell means I got to move on. <laughs> Tim. So we're not going to be getting any more emails. Tim, the emails are still going to come. <laughs> I want to. I want. St- I want to talk to somebody else. I want to talk to the president. 
Yeah. You want to talk to someone higher up than the captain? You're the vice president. Yeah, the admiral. You guys have an admiral? Commodore, but okay. Okay, all right, all right, fine, fine. Quibble over maritime law all you want. <laughs> so we're done here? Oh, we're done, Tim. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Tim. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Great, great. Well, I, I got what I asked for. Somebody from the Landmarks Conservancy called. It's hard to get these people to call, so, so I it guess is. He, at least he's doing his job, and oh, man. that we can appreciate. Oh, man. All right. Well, we have another caller on the line. Do we want to take another caller? Let's do it. All right. Let's, uh, hopefully, this is a little more positive energy. Caller, welcome to the program. Hey, Colby. <laughs> it's I knew Tim it. Keck. It's Tim See, he knows. He knows, <laughs> Tim. You're known. It's actually I the, can recognize. I told you that the other day, right? Well, it's actually the new caller ID system that we have up here on the um, on the computer. We can tell, <laughs> we see everyone's name and number who called in. So that's why we knew who the. That's why we knew it was the conservatory calling from the last call as well. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you got recognized from uh, this show last week. Yeah, somebody. Uh, I went to a uh, a wrestling show with a somewhat random group of people. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, wait, are you the Tim Keck from the Kobe's uh, radio show? I, that makes me happy as a clam, Tim. That that's how you were known. That's good, because it, it, it really bummed me out. <laughs> it did? I said, really, after my vast body of work, this is the one thing I'm known for? Kobe's <laughs> radio show? Your vast Your body of work. radio? I mean, for goodness sake, it's a given. This is the only radio show where you're guaranteed to be cooler than the host. Yeah. So you're cooler than me. <laughs> well done, Tim. <laughs> hey, Tim, how was the wrestling yeah, show? I did, I did it. We all did it. How was the wrestling show? Oh, it was fantastic. It was very, very cool. Yeah. It's, it's very it entertaining. Very cool. I don't know yeah. if you're a big wrestling fan. I, I, was, in the 80, I was in the 80s, actually. I, I, checked, I checked out around 83. <laughs> but I also checked out of society check in general. Check back in. It's gotten good. Okay, okay, thanks. I've only gotten into it as an adult because uh, as, an, as uh, a stand-up comedian, it's my obligation to also be a pro wrestling fan. Of course, of course. It feels that way these days, doesn't it? I feel like every, everywhere you turn, it's these, uh, these comedians being like, uh, how do we make this more like wrestling? Well, the wrestlers are... Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I approach everything. Well, the wrestlers are, how can we make this more like comedy? So it's, you know, it goes yeah. both ways. Yeah. yeah. They got these intricate storylines. They do have some very funny gimmicks. They do, yeah. I uh, uh, James Cross, uh, also a guest on this show, uh, told me uh, that all of his favorite jokes come from wrestling. Oh yeah, some of them are great. Oh. Got some really good ones. Tim, well, how are things I, um, for you this morning? I didn't call to talk about wrestling. Yeah, what's on your mind, I Tim? New, uh, I have this new campaign. I'm uh, I'm trying to get going. And I uh, wanted to push it out there, and I thought the show would be a good place for it. Yeah, what do you okay. got? Yeah, by all means. Let's do it. So uh, I'm from Florida, yeah, uh, Brevard County, yes. and I'm trying to rep Brevard County, you know, wherever I can go, Satellite Beach, baby, you know, the 321, <laughs> uh, and it turns out there's this society called the Living Landmark Society <laughs> in uh, Brevard County. In and Brevard County. The goal Co- is to kind of become a living landmark of Brevard County. Now, I, I know you're probably not really too familiar with it, but it's like, you know, like a famous landmark is like a building. Uh-huh. Or some sort of like a historic structure, and basically a living landmark is a person who embodies, you know, and is, is kind of precious to the city. 
And so anyway, that's uh, that's something I thought would be a kind of a fun uh, a fun bit to be pushing. So you you are now going to push your own living landmark campaign for for your home county in Florida, even though I've been beating this drum yeah. on the air since January. Yeah, I don't, I'm not really sure where I got the idea from. But, <laughs> I'm, telling, uh, I'm telling you right now where you got it. I don't know. I was just kind of on Facebook the other day, and I saw, oh, Living Landmark Society, Brevard County, put two and two uh, together. You know, I'm from there. Well, keep us posted, Tim. You know, that's a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, let us know, Tim. Let, let's know how it goes. It's, 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 good, it's uh, good to be involved in something. It's good to do something at the, these days. So, yeah, we wish you luck in the 3 two, one That's right. Yeah, keep, keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, Thank no, you of course. Much. Of course. Call, call back next yeah. week, Tim. It's hard work being Florida's favorite son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah, Florida's favorite son, Tim Keck. All right, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna talk next week, okay? Okay. Actually, your Florida's join the show. Tim out. <laughs> Florida's favorite non-conforming gender pronoun. <laughs> that's right. That's Thanks. right. Following up from last week, yeah. Now, Jesus, the way things are going, Marta is gonna call in and be like, I, "I'm living landmark of uh, of bird land." She is, or whatever. <laughs> Uh boy, I didn't talk to Marja last week. Yeah, uh, maybe she's on sabbatical. Could be, could yeah. be. I we, still think she swore off the show after we talked too much about Disney a couple weeks. No, ago. no, no. I'm, I'm. She, she's a good caller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Jason, there are, are any number of things I could ask you about that uh, that you have going on. Anything except for living landmarks would be right, exactly. is, 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 is on is on the table. You, uh, we were talking. We hinted at this earlier, but you are a member of uh, or the leader of Pendulum Swings Big Band, also the English Speakers US US, yeah. which and you have a show on the thirtieth of May. Exactly. At Box. And and by thirtieth of May, I meant thirtieth of June at Pinebox. Oh, thirtieth of June. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, was, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and yeah, so I've um, I have two bands, a play. Uh, and I'm involved with a, uh, a, a, a the health food industry as, as mm-hmm. well too. Yes. Uh, I started. I launched a cooking show as well too, and it's the, it's it's really important just to do different things. I, know, I mentioned yeah. this earlier because it, it's it's you know you want to become a living landmark and, and all that. Yes. But but just just to reach out about things that you're passionate about and 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 as as Colby was talking about earlier on, just like get off the internet and you'll find your passion. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find it on the internet. Yeah. You know, where, where you're just being uh, taught about all these, uh, reinforcing all these beliefs that you already know. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I look, I look at the groups that I'm, you know, belong to on the, on the, on the, on the F book. It's like all these things, of course I believe in, you know, the vegan society, the, the JFK assassination society, you know, the, the free Oswald society, the, um, you know, all these um, Bushwick stuff for sale societies. And, and I was like, okay, of course, that's what I'm into. How about something, you know, new <laughs> and fresh on, and exciting? Hold on. Are you trying to force a JFK assassination uh, topic onto the air? Because I'll go there. I'll well, go there with you. I, I famously wrote a song <laughs> called Don't Get Me Started About JFK. Um, I'm actually just we'll – we'll, 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 two minutes. We'll dedicate two minutes. Okay, okay. okay. I'm, 11, I'm a level seven assassinologist. Okay, um, what does that mean? It basically means that, that my level of understanding – uh, is is it goes pretty profound, and that okay. I've, I've I've dedicated um, over thirty years of of my life of, and 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 it's gotten to a point where everything I see is somehow connected to the assassination. You know, I, I see um, you know, a, a certain bus route. I think well, uh-huh. that, that you know that's to do with Oswald's escape route. You know, uh, my, my and I'll wrap it up real quick, and then pass it over to you for a minute. Okay, that'll okay. be my minute. Um, my closest connection with the assassination right now. Is that I have befriended a woman named Judith Very Baker. Okay. Judith Very Baker was Lee Oswald's secret girlfriend in New Orleans in the summer of 1963. Worked uh-huh. at the Riley Co- Company Coffee Company with him, and I met her via via Facebook, and I met her uh, in person in a hotel room in Long Island City, Queens, and read her book called Me and Lee, which tells uh-huh. about her secret love affair, Lee Oswald. It had to be secret 
um, not because they were uh, covert uh, agents, sure. but because they were both married at the time. Sure. So too, it's, it's a really beautiful story. And wow. with Judith Barry Baker's approval, I've been authorized to write the musical based on her on her memoir called Me and Lee. It's going to be called Me and Lee the Musical. And we keep in contact oh via, via, face, via, via email and messages uh, about once a month. So this is Lee Oswald's girlfriend lover from, from New Orleans in the summer of 63. And she knows she's a level 10 plus assassinologist. She taught things, the researchers, she put it together in ways that the researchers had no idea, such as bringing in the importance of Inca, Dr. Alton Oshner, and Dr. Mary Sherman. Uh, I also recommend reading the book uh, Dr. Mary's Monkey Uh by Ed Haslam. As far as like learning what Oswald was really doing. The the, the two keys to the assassination are Ruby's background and what was Oswald really doing. And then it all comes together very clearly at that point. And it's a fascinating story. I uh, cannot wait to come see the musical that you're working on about that. It's a beautiful thing. The music's already done. Uh, I still have to work on the. I still have to do the book. The book's always okay. the hardest part okay. for me. But yeah. the, the songs are done. The story's done. The timeline's done. I've, I've I've reviewed it with Judith for verification. Like for instance, I called the uh, the Carousel Club. I gave it. I called it. it was, I gave it. It was the wrong club because that was his club in Dallas. He actually had another club in New Orleans. Like just little things like that to, yeah. to, to make he meaning Ruby, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just clarify some stuff. You know, I know I know Oswald's social security number. You know, I'm I'm, I'm I, I got pretty deep into it. And then, and then it got to a point where I had to put away the, liter- the literature unless I'm working on it for my project. Sure. I have heard uh, – and a- after this, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll move on. Sure. I have heard that uh, George H.W. Bush, who was in the CIA at the time, uh, was the first person notified after JFK was assassinated. We should have been. He was right there in Dallas at the time. Yeah. He was there. He, he, the, the major players were you know, who, who we know by name, uh, of course, were you know, George Bush. Richard Nixon was involved. Lyndon Johnson, mm-hmm. of course, was, was deeply involved. Um, and then interestingly, there's, some, there's, there's this whole other level of like, you know, Woody Harrelson's dad was involved. I mean, it's... What is, the, what is that connection? <laughs> Charles the Hitman Harrelson, Woody Harrelson's dad. Now, apparently <laughs> okay. there, were, there were seven or eight different assassination teams uh, forming a, a coangulation of Crossfire. That's why it's called Jim Mars' famous book. is called Crossfire. Yeah, if, yeah. if I recommend one book, it's uh, Jim Mars' book. Okay, okay. Um, and so there were seven teams. There was one abort team, of which Lee Oswald was on the abort team. Mm-hmm. He, Lee Oswald... I, I know we said we'd spend two minutes on this, but that's... that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the song goes like this. Go ahead. Don't get me started about JFK. <laughs> anyway, dreams were meant to fall apart. And don't get me started about Harvey Lee and Bullets 3. Don't get me started about Rubenstein and Palestine. And it goes, it goes, it was, uh, we will call her. Uh, they should call the... Oh, they call, they they call the wrong call number? Wrong number. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Oops, wrong 904 number. 904-606-0842 is the number. 904-606-0842. Stop calling the station number oh. it's old we don't use it anymore yeah, call the 904-606-0842 there is so much uh i had planned to talk to you about today and we are already we already have only about 10 or 12 minutes we can left. Do, if we can't do it in 12 minutes then we shouldn't do it at all Let's i agree do it. i agree i bet now. we can rapid fire there are two segments that i want to make sure i get to one is the uh of the, the, the one we do every week which is the young person's radio questionnaire so maybe we should start with that Let's and tear after it. that we'll uh let's do one two three uh, we'll do talk it. we'll talk some tunes Okay. We'll talk tunes. Let's do uh, it. Let's see. Let me find. Let me find. Okay. This is a segment I've developed over months of intense study. It is the Young Persons Radio guest questionnaire, and it goes as follows. Question number one: Do you prefer bar trivia or karaoke? Now I'm going to answer this question with a four-prong answer. I love that. Okay. Uh, both to the affirmative and to the questionable. Okay. The affirmative first. Yes. Karaoke. A wonderful way of people coming together, singing songs. Music brings us together. You can be goofy. Uh, you can be uh, – call on the other number, Colby. Give out the number again. 904-606-0842. 904-606-0842. 
Yeah, yeah the, the, the wavy sea has, has dried up. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> oh, Although it's so easy to remember. Um, I know. So, so um, okay, so it, it, it's, it's hilarious. You see people do their interpretations of songs. You can do uh, impressions of, of different artists. Yep. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, it's always comical. Um, and, and, mu- and, and music musicality, you know, it, it's, it's a connection of our humanity. Uh, bar trivia. Um, learn in- interesting things about that you hadn't heard before. Le- le- learn facts. Uh, maybe discover new interests, uh, new, um, new, new, new areas of, 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 um, of, 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 you know, research for you. You, you could, you could do, uh, you know, maybe meet, meet a new friend at the bar trivia over a certain thing. Have someone explain something that you didn't know before. Mm-hmm. Okay. The questionable. <laughs> You're in a bar. It's a stagnant atmosphere. And you're hurting yourself with alcohol. Mm. Each drink kills one million brain, heart, liver cells. Each, mm-hmm. each, each drink of alcohol. You're singing songs that you already know. No original song will be written at that moment. You're hearing information that society has deemed trivial and is of very little meaning to anyone else. Next question. <laughs> the next question is as follows. Going to the movies... I think I know the answer to this. Going to the, mer- the movies versus streaming something at home. I have a two-pronged answer to this question, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Going Perfect. to the movies, being with other people, enjoying an artistic event in, in a combined atmosphere, possibly chatting to some of, some of the new people after the, after the movie about, about a shared experience. Hmm. Staying home, the comfort of your own home, making your own snacks, saving money, and maybe watching two or three movies, possibly the first five minutes of each show, as I was talked about earlier. Okay. Yes. The questionable. <laughs> Spending thirteen to eighteen dollars for some overblown Hollywood, you know, monstrosity that, that's actually killing society and art due to the due to the millions of dollars that have thrown away just to shoot like one scene, shutting streets down, and and making a completely unrealistic environment and making our country look look pretty dumb. Uh, and and the worst thing about the movies is is they actually took. A, I'm gonna okay. If, if anyone's dining right now, I, I I ask you to put down your fork and knife just for a second. They did a sample of the seats in a theater in Los Angeles oh, as no. to the the what 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 strains of bacteria were on the on the seats, oh, and no. they found three thousand different contaminants, including things that I cannot mention in, in good in good faith, oh. uh, b- due, due to the heat and the wetness and the moisture of the seats. So every time you sit down in a movie theater, you're getting ones of three thousand strains of, of different. We'll just call it bacteria for argument's sake. Staying home, you're not coming up with original ideas. You're ignoring your 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 friend or or your 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 partner or your children. As you're zoning out, you know, in, into 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 Netflix land. Okay, next question. Uh, what is the best concert you ever saw? Um, I've seen a lot. I say my, I, I, Earl Oaken. He's a he's Earl Oaken. Uh-huh. You know Earl Oaken? I do he, not. He is a a British musical comedian and at such a high level. He's probably not in his seventies by now, and he's one of my absolute favorites. And my other favorite is Baby Gramps. Baby Gramps is a Seattle living legend who actually. Was often compared with with artist the Spoon Man from the famous Spoon Man song mm. uh, from from the band uh, whose whose singer died recent uh, recently. Yes. Um. So, um. Baby Gramps and Earl Oaken are my two favorite concerts of, of people you may not have heard of. As far as who, who you've heard of, obviously Elvis Costello and the Attractions, mm. the Kinks. Um. There's one more question, right? Yes. The final question is: What is a movie you know is bad but enjoy anyway? I have to go with Bill Murray's 1979 vehicle, Meatballs. Meatballs. <laughs> D- directed by Ivan Reitman. Reitman. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh no no, uh, is it Ivan Reitman? I just want to pronounce it, but that's that's how it is. Yeah, I was it was his debut. You can look it up, Colby. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Anyway, I want to make sure we get it Meatballs right. Meatballs is so sincere. The, the has this, has a couple of really sweet songs in the soundtrack as well too. And I think Bill Murray 
really laid it all, all out on the line. Uh, he he gave a he gave a performance that I think probably even transcended the script that they had. Um, the characters are all completely believable as well too. Uh, the story is so sweet at the end, uh, where where the where the uh, the young boy was played by Chris Makepeace, who mm-hmm. kind of had maybe one after school special and, and sort of uh, didn't really his career didn't really go where I thought it was going to go to at the time. Um, but yeah, Meatballs always touches me uh, in in in, in, the, in the, pulls at my heartstrings, and it's a really sweet movie that's not considered a classic by most. I <laughs> Meatballs. Love- those answers. Thanks. Those are fantastic. I Thanks. I have been surprised. I thought the, the what's a movie you know is bad but you enjoy anyway would be like the most popular question, but so far people have been kind of stumped by it. Oh, because they, they didn't think it out ahead of time like I yeah. did. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should listen to your show before coming on. It's not that difficult, people. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. Maybe uh, uh, splash some cold water on your face and get out of bed before noon on a Sunday. It's you not that rats. hard. Go to bed before Yo 4 rats. in the morning. Jesus. <laughs> nothing, people, nothing good happens after 11 o'clock at night. Trust, <laughs> trust me on this one. I nothing good right happens. But, but right everything great that. happens at 8 o'clock in the morning. That's right. The streets are clean. The air is fresh. The gym is empty. It's quiet. Oh, I went out this morning at 8 o'clock to get uh, breakfast before I came to the studio, and it was uh, I walked uh, uh, just like two blocks in, in our neighborhood of Bushwick, and it was so peaceful and calming. Uh, it put me in a great state uh, for the rest of the day. The stores are closed. The people are quiet. What more could you want? Oh, it's the best. Uh, getting up early. Rules! I uh, okay. Final, See, final. That, five that was amazing, right? That, that was, was great. a great five that minutes. Was fantastic. Yeah. That was that's going in the greatest hits collection. Thanks. Uh, I wrote this segment uh, just for you because uh, you and I have had a number of uh, of great uh, discussions about music, however brief they have been. Uh, and I, I I've told you before that one of the things I loved in your show was when you would uh, you would distract from your own notes just to like go off on a musical topic uh, that happened repeatedly, and it was always really great. So I am going to name some musicians. And you are going to give me a quick opinion on each one. Can I say a quick prayer beforehand? Sure, sure. Lord, grant me the strength to be positive and kind and understanding of other people's musical shortcomings. (laughs) Colby, take it away. (laughs) All right, so some of these are going to be settling debates we've had on the show before, and others are just ones I'm curious about for you. Here we go. So I'll start with one of those. God, grant me the strength to accept the things I can accept and the courage to know the difference between the two. (laughs) Go ahead. Neil Young. He, he 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 he's got a handful of very important songs. Unfortunately, they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these Jason, these last ten minutes are going to be perfect. Bring it on, uh, David Bowie. I was actually just listening to some David Bowie yesterday. Hmm. Uh, a, a real uh, artistic soul. Uh, didn't didn't uh, didn't listen to what other people said. But but my but my thought was when he passed away not that long ago was. Hmm. Oh God, I love the Beatles. He oh, he, sure. he he owes, he owes everything to the Beatles, and 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 but but he was he was generous with that. Every so does everyone. So, so that's yeah. that's not his problem. But but I even love like the eighty two stuff. You know, the Let's Dance, the Modern Love. Oh yeah, uh, as as hits. Um, Heroes was fifteen years ahead of its time. The, mm-hmm. the song Heroes, um, and of course, obviously the, the you know the, the 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 space oddity stuff and the life yeah. on Mars yeah. is sort of untouchable. So yeah, I'll. I'll Top 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 ten or top twenty easily. Yeah. Easily. You know the one I I have found myself listening to more and more in, in since he's passed is Scary Monsters. Is that a record or a song? Yeah, not, yeah. Not... It's a, I think it was after the like Diamond Dogs trilogy. I, it was like the next one after that. I'm not familiar with it, but 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 you know, give him credit. He was friends with John Lennon. Yeah. Um, uh, and and he, and he also like he would even even when his records weren't selling, like they were like maybe in the in, you know after um um. After Let's Dance and all that, mm. he still just continued to put out music that that was important to him, and I'm, and yeah. I think his fans really appreciated it as well too. One more quick question about David Bowie, then we'll move on to the next. Yes, one. did you listen to the the final record? 
I, I heard it uh, played in a record store, and it, it sounded, as far as final records go, it's probably one of the better ones. Yeah, I got to check. I snoozed on it. So yeah, far. I just heard I it, I heard it through, it. through the speakers, but um, I guess it was one of those ones where you know you're making your final record, kind of yeah. like how George Harrison did and all yeah. that. The only thing is, like, Bob Dylan will never know when he's making his final record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that's the yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we'll, that, we'll get to him. Oh, gosh, here we go. Here's another one that I, I'm very curious about, about your opinion on. Yes. Warren Zevon. I I'm I only know lawyers, guns, and money. Yeah, and I don't really know any other song, um, so I I guess I'll have to. Uh, okay, not applicable. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. N- N- I feel like yeah. he he occupies this really weird space where he has like his fan base who insist he's like really important, but uh, I just don't hear it. Like Jimmy Buffett, kind of right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, I I would put him a little higher than Jimmy Buffett in terms mm. of like craftsmanship. I don't. Come Monday uh, is a really unappreciated song. By I Jimmy do Buffett. like. I, I yeah. will. I will say. I will say right now to everyone listening. I love the song "Come Monday." I bet I could name five Jimmy Buffett songs. I actually genuinely enjoy. Wow, it. most people can't name two Jimmy Buffett <laughs> songs. Period. <laughs> I know. All right, let's move on. Because uh, uh, we talked about him the past couple of weeks. John Mellencamp. Oh, um, I actually learned to like Brian Adams a little bit more than John Mellencamp, believe mm-hmm. it or not. But his stuff, as he has, have both aged well. Yeah. You, you want your rock stars and their music to age well. Um, which um, which is the case with John Mellencamp, mm. Steely Dan. I yeah. I love my Dan. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the one thing that's fortunate about being uh, forty seven years old in two thousand and seventeen is that I remember when Peg was a hit, uh-huh. and I remember how a song could shape a society. Yeah, I that song ch- changed the, the 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 shape of the world. It felt. It was like an indentation. That song was so powerful, and, and roller skating at the rink to that. No, uh-huh. yeah, skate a little lower. No, I was, I was like roller skating. Rinks. Listen, like this is perfect. You are, <laughs> you have, you have marked, you have made my childhood, and and you, you've, and and I thank them because they showed me what was possible with production, with lyrics that yeah. you, you know what he's talking about. Maybe you don't, yeah. but but and the music, they untouchable. Do Still you ever, do you ever go see them at the Beacon when they do their like week long? Runs. I'd say if if someone gives me a free ticket for something, I'll go to see anything. Speaking yeah, sure. of which, I guess what I'm going to go see this afternoon at three o'clock from a free ticket. What's that? The longest running musical off Broadway, which is, you know it. He knows he's got it at the tip of his tongue. The fantastic. The Fantastics. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been running since the late 60s, and it's famously the longest-running musical in the history of theater, and I got a free ticket just this morning to go see oh, it. Oh, wow. I'm really excited. Oh, fantastic. Exactly. Do that and then swing over to the Radio Free Brooklyn fundraiser. I'm, I'm, I'm doing Colby's show. I'm going to go home to make a hummus sandwich. I'm going to go get my snacks at the store on 54th Street. I'm going to go to the uh, Fantastics of Three, and I'll be at the Radio Free fundraiser by 6 o'clock. Oh. Also, real quickly about the Radio Free fun, fundraiser, yes, yes. Master Lee is also performing. And if you haven't seen oh. Master, Master Lee, he's a, he, he is a, a – um, a, a, what do we, a found, what do we call it again? The, the, when you get the prize that we were just talking about earlier in the show, the, the landmark. Oh, a living landmark. Master yeah, Lee yeah. is a living landmark, and uh, let's, we have more questions. Go ahead with a few more. Oh uh, yes, I, we might have time for we one do, more. We do, we do. One more. Do, um, it's like three minutes left. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. A lot of people consider. I don't know if, you, if for those of you who heard the song I did earlier on in the show, um, some kind of love. Uh-huh. A lot of people actually compare that song to Bruce Springsteen. And I love Jer- Jersey Girl songs like that. Well, and that's a Tom Waits song. Actually. Oh shoot, that's his right. I always is, forget uh, that. I always forget that. You're, cover, you're right. but I mean, he, you're he right. Does I always the, forget that. Um, the definitive version. Of uh, obviously, the thing about Bruce that's hilarious is like you know, born in the USA, everyone thought it was like a pro-patriotic song, but it turns out it's like an anti-patriotic. Oh yeah. Song. So no, Bruce is the real deal. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I don't I don't listen to his records, but like when Born to Run comes on, I don't turn that off for seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's just that that how did he make that in the recordings and then with the part with the xylophone on oh, it? Oh, I know, it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'll give I'll give Bruce a thumbs up. Yeah, uh, final one. Yeah. Uh, just because I know you love him uh, is uh, Bob Dylan. Well, I just, <laughs> if you had to ask, then you already know. 
Good. We'll end it right there. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, uh, just precious little time left on the show this morning. I want to thank you so much. for It was so great to talk to you. I feel like we could do this for two more hours. Uh, count, count me in, Colby, and if you ever need a, a last-minute host to live right around the corner. Yes. Or, I mean, a guest, I mean. I hope, you, I hope you please come back. I would love to set that up. If, if someone yeah. cancels on you, I could be here in... Four minutes. Oh, seriously, that's so good to know. Four minutes. Uh, I've timed it before. Great for my show. I used to, okay, I can leave it. Ed. Well, what should uh, what should we um, what should we direct people to? Where can people find your stuff if they want sure. more from you? Sure, yeah. sure. I, I do appreciate that. Um, so, real quickly, uh, my main focus right now is my musical called Doctor Glassheart. Yes, um, it's a medical musical. It's about a doctor, a nurse, and it actually it's a hilarious look at the medical industry with songs that are orchestrated for a big band, a la Count Basie, Frank Sinatra, and Nelson Riddle. Um, we have show, go to our website, www.drglassart.com. Once again, it's www.drglassart.com. It's drglassart.com. Um, my big band, The Pendulum Swings, is doing a show this Wednesday. And real quickly about that is my daughter has a band called Wooing. My daughter is Rachel Trachtenberg, and she has a band called Wooing. And they are, I liken them to a mini Led Zeppelin. I wish my bands were as powerful as her band is. Uh, there's nothing quite like it in music, and I'm not saying that because she's my daughter. <laughs> she just happens to be my daughter. And so her band is called Wooing, W-O-O-I-N-G, and they had a residency this month at Pianos every Wednesday, and the final show is this coming up Wednesday, the 24th. Oh. And so come, oh, Colby, you have plans? I, I, God, no, no, so, I can come. Oh, I can come. Can, can someone say guest list? Uh, yeah. Guest list <laughs> Fantastic. for Colby. Plus one. Bring, bring, bring your gal pal, too. Your mysterious girlfriend that we never hear about. She don't exist anymore. <laughs> Can we edit that in post? Yeah, we can. Okay, okay, good, good, good. That's good. Um, make a new girlfriend. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Okgirlfriend.com or something. Make, make a new girlfriend. Right. Um, or or go to your favorite gender neutral uh, dating site. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Be, We're oh, learning our lessons. Oh my, are we? Uh, we got to wrap the show up. But Jason, thank you again for coming on. Uh, we'll be, be we'll be back next week with a big special episode called the Young Persons Radio Memorial Day Barbecue. Woo! Uh, thanks everybody. Tune back in and stay tuned for Points of Order. We're gonna go out because uh, I know you love him too. Los Angelinos by Billy Joel. Bye, everybody. Peace.